The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Glenn Youngkin recently launched a tip line to report teachers and schools for divisive teaching practices. Members of the media and community have been trying to learn more about tips that have come in, but as Megan Pauley reports, the governor's office has been denying requests for this information. Last week, I submitted a public records request for two days' worth of emails and voicemails sent to the tip line. Other journalists across the state have been doing the same. But so far, we've all gotten the same response. The records are being fully withheld. Dina Weinstein, president of the Virginia chapter of the Society of Professional Journalists, says the governor's office has the discretion to release the records. This is about the public's right to know the details and intention of the government, as well as what is Governor Youngkin's intention regarding this tip line. Administration officials are citing the same exemption for not sharing the records, claiming that these emails are the working papers and correspondence of the governor's office. Megan Polly, VPM News. VPM has reached out to the governor's office to ask why these records are being withheld in their entirety. We're waiting for a response. We should disclose VPM staff members are part of the Virginia chapter of the Society of Professional Journalists. Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration is joining a lawsuit filed by Loudoun County parents. The complaint is over the school district's mask mandate. Amanda Michelle Gomez from partner station WAMU has more details. Youngkin, his attorney general, and his superintendent of public instruction are asking a Loudoun County Circuit Court judge to immediately put a stop to the mask requirement. This is one of two dueling lawsuits over masking in Virginia schools. The other one was filed by parents of children with disabilities and challenging Youngkin's executive order aiming to make face coverings optional in schools. Mask mandates have been contentious since the start of Youngkin's term. A majority of school districts statewide have defied the governor's executive order, according to The Washington Post. That was Amanda Michelle Gomez reporting. Virginia voters could opt in to a new photo ID program under a bill that passed the House of Delegates yesterday. Under the legislation, voters will be able to tell registrars that their ballot is only allowed to be given to someone who shows photo ID. All but one Republican voted for the bill, saying that it helps restore voter trust in elections. Democrats universally opposed it, arguing that voter fraud is very rare and the bill addresses a problem that does not exist. Virginia's executive mansion is the nation's oldest residence governors still live in, and early governors brought enslaved workers with them when they moved in. But as Ben Pavier reports, a multi-year project aimed at incorporating their story is at a standstill under Governor Glenn Youngkin. In December, historian Kelly Fanto Dietz led a group of fifth graders to the mansion's historic kitchen, where enslaved people once worked. She described how workers would travel to Richmond's Shaco Bottom to pick up food. If you were an enslaved person, you would see slave sales happening. You would see mothers and children being sold down the river right alongside a cart of apples. Dietz has worked alongside descendants of the enslaved workers and former First Lady Pam Northam to create new, more inclusive tours of the building. That all changed when Governor Youngkin moved in. 
Dietz says her office has been emptied and items in the kitchen have been shoved aside. She connects the changes to Yunkin's broader rhetoric around the teaching of race and history. I hope that his quote of teaching the good, the bad, and the ugly is actually implemented. Yunkin spokesperson Macaulay Porter says First Lady Suzanne Yunkin and her staff are, quote, in the decision-making process about the mansion. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The last Afghan refugees living at Fort Pickett were resettled this week. According to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, the team at Fort Pickett worked with more than 10,300 Afghan nationals. The base was one of eight installations as part of Operation Allies Welcome, a federal initiative aimed at supporting Afghan refugees to safely resettle within the United States. More than 68,000 Afghan evacuees have joined new communities across the country. This weekend, the University of Virginia will be lifting some temporary COVID-19 restrictions. Moving forward, people will be able to eat and drink at university-sponsored events. The school's indoor mask requirement will still be in effect unless someone is eating or drinking. UVA is also asking faculty who had temporary exemptions to teach remotely to return to in-person teaching next Monday. University officials say staff who need more time to transition have until February 21st to do so. These changes are being made, officials say, because the peak in cases due to the Omicron variant is beginning to recede. Two large theme parks in Virginia could soon be owned by the same company. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, SeaWorld Entertainment, which owns Busch Gardens in Williamsburg, has made an offer to the parent company of King's Dominion. King's Dominion is owned by one of the nation's largest theme park operators, Cedar Fair Entertainment. The Ohio-based company says it's reviewing the unsolicited bid. New details about the offer have not been released, but Bloomberg News says the amount was about $3.4 billion. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 